How much time till we're on? Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. A six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it. What a great call from our SENZ colleague, Ian Smith, one of the best commentators in any sport, uh, mind you. Build that man a statue. I'm talking, of course, about Glenn Maxwell. What a performance uh, last night in the – well, this morning in the ODI World Cup. 201 runs, not out, off his own bat. Brings up the winning runs and his double century with a six. Unbelievable performance. Welcome to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, how are you? It was great. I, I mean, I didn't get to watch it because I thought we would have won the game quite easily. Woke up this morning, started reading all the feeds and saw Australia was 7 for 91. I thought, this must have been a, a game from the past. Then realised that Australia are in some dire straits. And, and we always see those performances, don't we, for some reason in Australian sport. doesn't matter what code it is where... Australia need you or your team need you or Queensland need you or New yep. South Wales need you, whatever yep. it may be. And for some reason, there's this one player that always steps up. And we needed it last night against Afghanistan in their first World Cup. And Glenn Maxwell, who wasn't even meant to be part of the the Australian squad originally. You know what he reminded me of? You know, he was, when he was cramped up mm. and he was just basically standing up and hitting, it, hitting every shot stiff-legged. He reminded me of, you know, like the Christmas Barbie with the family and you're a kid and you're playing the cricket in the backyard and there's the drunken uncle yeah. that's just standing back, just blind, just just whacking the kids all over every rooftop. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That's what it? he looked like. He looked like he was, he looked like he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. Yeah, there was no coordination about it whatsoever. He couldn't any, only run singles. Yeah. Because your drunk uncle is not turning back for twos. <laughs> it's great. Mind you, that was me in club cricket. It was cricket. awesome. Not not clubbing the boundaries, by the way. I just never ran twos. Yeah. You had to manage your chafe <laughs> back in my days. Hey, welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, the SEN Network as well. Uh, 1170 in Sydney, 693 SENQ Brizzy, 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN Track Stations. Uh, still recovering from a massive Melbourne Cup yesterday. Hey, it's Ladies Day tomorrow, Oaks Day. It just fires up again. Does that mean every – this might be a really silly question. And listeners, please – Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, double eight double three. Do only mares race tomorrow? Uh, in the main race, don't they? I know the main race is, but is it all day or not? I, I don't know. So treat me like I'm a four year old. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not quite sure. I know the main race is obviously all. It's a very good mares. question, Scott. It's a very mm. good question indeed. We'll find out. One of our smart listeners. Uh, will let us know. 0457-736-736-8833 if you're in uh, New Zealand. By the way, you can also get us on SCN Fanatic, the SCN app worldwide. You can download that uh, from wherever you get your apps from and make sure it's free to listen, by the way. Just register and listen or or you like. Plenty of content on there. And hello to our listeners through SCNZ 
uh, in New Zealand. New Zealand. We're here for Kia. Uh, World Gym, as I said, get involved anytime. Uh, that phone number is 1300 On the socials too, we do put some stuff up there. TikTok, Sports Day, SN. Who's ringing me? Hey, will we, have, will we be down in text messages tonight because of the whole Optus debacle? We'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. Uh, Use your next door neighbour's phone. TikTok, Sports Day, SN. That's what we used to do in the old days. Like Glenn does. When he goes to Hoverboard Pete's place. Instagram, SENQ, or Twitter, Sports Day, NSW. I want to go back a step before we talk about Optus. You just, you just come up with a really good talkie. Sports saviors? Who steps up in those clutch moments? Yeah. They're sports saviors. I'll tell you one that comes to mind for me. Seeing we're on, and it could be any sport, hey? Yeah, yeah. And it can be any, it don't, don't have to be Australian. They can be any. Because any. we're on a cricket team. Yeah. And in Glenn Maxwell. Do you know when Australia was in, in always in dire straits or in trouble during a test match? Ian Healy, one of our, our yeah. great colleagues, Ian Healy with the bat for some reason would stabilise the innings. Well, there's plenty. There's the obvious one, Shane Warne. He'd yep. just turn a match. He'd just step up, get wickets, turn a match. Darren Lockyer? Uh, in footy. I've got another cricket one, one great for you. clutch players. Yep, absolutely. Was it the Ashes in 2015, Brad Haddon? Yeah, we, too, yeah. We struggled. They, they were going through us like a bad sausage. Mm. And then Brad Haddon had just come in and stopped the rot, wouldn't yep. he? Was that 2015 Ashes sure. in England? Sure. Uh, Brad Haddon is another one. Yeah, Darren. Did you say Darren Lockyer? Yeah. So we have, I mean, Australian sport has been laced with so many individuals that when, whether it's the team, the country, whatever, or the state, whatever it may be, would step up and save the game for whatever reason. Some great performances, whether it's the ball, the bat, whether it's a rugby league, AFL as well. I mean, Dusty, in recent memory, through the finals, Dusty Martin, who will go down as one of the greatest postseason players of all time, what he was able to do with Richmond when they won those three, those three flags. Uh, he just went to another level. But when Richmond, when they felt flat, mm. he would just he'd put himself in the fifth gear and he'd kick four or five and and get them on their way. Uh, Oaks Day is Phillies Day on the track in all areas, boys. Well, no, I've seen blokes there. Uh, Michael Bevan is another one. Yeah. Yeah, he was good, Michael. He was a great one. He was a great ODI player, wasn't he? He used to save us all the time. Hey, boys, can you confirm Rat backed Afghanistan uh, on the tab when the Aussies were seven down? Thanks, Cam. I reckon you're right. Actually, I'm going to mention Rat very soon about a show that's on TV, and he knows one of the people on the TV show. Oh, yeah, what a jerk. Can I do it now? Yeah, go for it. So your mum, my dad, great show. I love it. Woogie loves it so much he actually texts me during the show. God, I hate it. But there's a guy on the show called it. Boss, B-O-S-S. He calls himself Boss. You see, it's not His good. daughter calls him Boss. And isn't her name Chook? Yeah, she's, she's, she's a classic. She's yeah, good, yeah. Chook. But he calls himself Boss. Um, no, no, Chook's dad's Simo. I'm so sorry I mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so Rat texted us in our WhatsApp group the other night and said, I know Boss. Of course you would. And that's what you said. Of course you would. <laughs> I can see him. Now, guys, when you talk about A-grades, this guy's one of the A-grades. Uh, boss. Boss. Yeah. But I could see Rat playing golf with Boss. So do you think Rat has welcomed Boss into the reality TV show club? Like it's a secret knock, Boss, yep. you can come in now. I actually think Rat loves reality TV that much, like going on every possible show. Yeah. 
The next one's Mars Singer. He's got to go on. Yeah. As what, though? What would he be? He'd be something really skinny, like maybe a Primanus. <laughs> but I also believe that he would break up with Chloe, his wife, just to go on your mum, my dad. Aria said, Dad, we'd put you on this show. I said, no, thanks. When your mum leaves me, and it's going to happen, let's, I, I can, this is, this is a safe bet. Mm. You can't even get money on this. Yep. When your mum leaves me, right, I'm not, I'm, there's no way. I'm, I'm not dating anyone else. Yep. I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> don't want to go through the stress. I know. Could I you know. Ma- I mean, you've been married, what, a few times now? Hey. What, twice? My wife's listening at the moment. Is she? Well, yeah. you just frightened the crap out of her out the back. And videoed it. That's good. That was really yeah. good for the show. Hey, what about Optus today? We've got to find positives. Oh. What, mate, everyone's like, oh, I can't get on my Instagram. Like, Do, so does what? Does everyone talk like that? That's how millennials talk. <laughs> like, seriously. My kids, it was like, Dad, Dad. what? Because we've just swapped over to Optus two weeks ago yep. on the internet at home. Dad, Dad, the internet's not working. What's happened? What have you done? I've, I've done nothing. It's, there's, a, there's a national outage. Yes. It'll be all right. And the poor people working for Optus in the retail stores. Well, getting you a, saw it today, Getting abused you? today. They're going, we, we, we actually can't do anything about it. But we've got to find positives. Well done, Optus. What have they done that's good? Well, they forced people to talk to each other. I know. Your kids had to talk no, to you No, they just morning. turned around and went back upstairs. They didn't want to talk to me. Also, another thing about the Optus outage, when yep. you go and get your coffee this morning, mm-hmm. and... The coffee shop's got Optus on their FPOS. Oh. Can't take your card. Got so, it free. Did you get it for free? Got it free. Well, the school sent out an email today going, oh, we're on Optus in the tuck shop, so if your kids don't have money, <laughs> uh, we'll just invoice you. <laughs> what? I hope my kids don't see this. Now, uh, on the text line about what rat would be on the Mars Singer, Fitzy says he'd be a rat. Well, that's obvious. That's too obvious. Um, Mick and also 780 said he'd be an alien. Of course. Yeah. It could be E.T. Yeah, absolutely. What song? Oh, he'd be a horrible singer. Yeah. Hey, um, yes, Mick, I was only joking. Uh, I mean on the track, Jace, not just not yep. just women allowed. Um, we're going to do uh, things that make you go, hmm, a little later on, if you've got something for us. I thought we are doing what? Are we doing what? Or I don't thi- know. I'm no. just looking on here. It says what. Are we doing what? I've got a what. Can I give you a quick yeah, what? Yeah, okay. Okay, so this is a good what because you think about how much we miss the, the old old school days. Now, our old head trainer from the Penrith Panthers, his name was Steve Milne. Everyone calls him Oddsy because he only has a bet on the horses, anything that's odds on. So oh, yesterday's right. so Melbourne two Cup bucks. wouldn't have had a bet. The odds are too far. Right. He'd be right. listening. Shout out. He lives in Sydney. He sent me a text last night. He said, if you need a gentle reminder, this is uh, something that's come up in an old school rugby league post on Facebook. If you need a gentle reminder of how fearsome the 80s were, Here's Davidson, Les Davidson, talking about former South Sydney coach Ron Willey. His advice to him when he got into first grade in the mid-80s. Ron said, the more blokes I got stretched off, the better chance we are of winning. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's great. That's a great attitude. Oh, the old... Actually, I've seen a lot of old old school photos coming up on on social media. I saw one, a great photo the other day... Mm -hmm. Of Fatty in a change room just with a beer in his hand. It's the old, it was the reverse manly strip, the white jersey with it the was. maroon stripes, yeah. He looked stuffed, yeah, didn't he? Well, he played like that, Fatty. He, he just, yeah, everyone will tell you Fatty didn't have the best passing game, or but he was an amazing tackler, great work rate. 
and he just emptied the tank every game. And it's it's sort of – he's one of the great origin players. You talk to Badge, they yeah. always talk about Fatty, about how he just wore the – he just bled Maroon. But in saying yeah. that also, a lot of people seem to forget how great players like Daryl Broman were and Fatty were. Yeah. Because they've become these great characters off the field post-career. They were, they were amazing players. My father played with Daryl in his last year of 75 at North Brisbane, and Daryl yep. was 17. He was wow. a goal-kicking front rower. Wow. He won the Rothmans medal in Brisbane yep. the following year as like an 18, 19-year-old front rower. Um, but my old man said he was one of the best front rowers he, that, he, that he saw, just mm. the skills that he had and – we well, forget how great he was. And Fatty's the same. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. 0457 736 736. Which player has turned up in any any sporting contest uh, at the clutch moment like and just won the game for you? And we're talking about obviously off the back of Maxi's innings uh, last night for Australia versus. Ponting had a few big innings, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, Gilly. Um, you know, can I just say, spare a thought for Afghanistan. They were unbelievable last night. We did joke, oh, they won the toss. This game would be over by midnight. But I tell you what, they batted so well. We bowled pretty poorly. Well, one of their... First first ever century. Yeah. Yeah. 107 not out or whatever. No, it was more than that. 127 not out. It was Yeah, it went nuts after he got his 100. And, you know, they were amazing. They were absolutely amazing. And and I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows. We should get maybe Crash or Barat Sundaraisen on one of the uh, one of the top four journos. Um, why has Afghanistan cricket gone so well and has improved so much? But why? Like, it's hard to think, isn't it, in a country that is where they don't play for starters. So they're well, it's so controlled yeah. with everything you do. It's. Um, but nations like Bangladesh have, don't move. You know, they don't I, get better or anything like I, that. I don't know why, and I may be wrong here, but Cuba was famous for its boxing and still is. I mean, some of the most beautiful boxes you've ever seen. And they were never allowed to be professionals. They always fought as amateurs, Felix Savon and you know, Olympic gold medalists. But a lot of boxers had to move out of the country to become professionals and make money and have better fights. And So maybe that's what's happening with the... Afghanistan, Afghani cricket players where they've had to leave the country and just go and perch themselves and... Play T20 around the world. Yeah, like Rashid Khan, of course, has been playing... How good was he last... He came out... Oh, you so He came out years. and just bashed it in yeah. the end. He was going at, you know, to a ball. It's like, like the Aussies bowlers had never seen him play cricket before. Mm. It's like, have you seen him play for the strikers? I know. He does this every game. Like, yep. they were just so good. And I just and well done to Jonathan Trott, who's uh, the former former England player, who's their coach now. What a tough gig that would be, <laughs> being coach of Afghanistan. Like credit to, I think they're the team of the tournament. I know smart ass is going to say no, the team that wins. The team. But seriously, their improvement. This is their first World Cup, and they're well and truly entrenched in the top ten now for for ODIs. Well, some of the best. Good on them. Spin bowlers, turners in the world, haven't they? Mm, Darren mm. Lockyer. In 2008, wins the game against the Eels with a pinpoint kick. Oh, again, that was Dan and Kemp scored that try. Was it? Yeah, it's a nice little, nice little chip over to the western sideline on about 40 metres out, and it hit Dan and Kemp on the chest. He did not have to deviate his run at all, and he scored in the corner. Um, Fitzy's been on the text. He's got a beauty. Have you seen that one? Which one? Up the top. 
It's a lot easier facing a cricket ball. Oh no, not that. No, you can't, I was going to say you, you, you've just nearly threw me into. No, you, sorry, the I've second just, one. Just nearly lost no, my sorry. career on radio. No, the second one. Oh, I mean, wow. the, I didn't see that one there. Alan Border saved us over and over. Well, he he actually saved Australian cricket when he took that tour over in over to England, didn't he? I'm coughing again already. Well, you got to drink your lemon in your water. Oh, we didn't do that today. Hey, socks on the show. Yep. Tonight we'll um. We'll have a look at that game last night. A few other things happening as well. Great Australian debate mm. is on. Um, and it is about the Aussie sports saviours. Well, Aussie saviours in sport. Yeah, we've got a few here, actually. We'll get to those really soon. Stormy Daniels in there. Uh, good one here from Neil from Quakers Hill. Rat would love that one. We'll get to that really soon. Rightio. Um, what about Paddy Cummins? Planet Pat. Did we talk about Planet Pat? Why are you calling him, calling him Planet Planet. 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 You having a stroke? Are you okay? No, well, he he batted for two hours for 12 runs. Could you imagine working, just batting in those conditions against four spin bowlers? I know. Just the pressure on you. Well done to Pat Cummins. Yeah. Hang on. What? what? Can you push what? Push what? What? You're giving Pat Cummins. Planet Pat. A rap. You never do that. Well, I thought the performance was, was great. But how bad, though? And we'll talk to Sock about it. Jeez, it exposes our other batters, doesn't it? Mm. You look at that. Open up the cricket app and you look at it and you go, that's just, that's, a, as you say, a susting scorecard. <laughs> it is. You look at it. You look at those, some of those shots. That shot David Warner played was horrible. Yeah. Mm. Absol- no patience. And that's probably been one of his, his downfalls over time, hasn't he? He's yeah. in a bit. He just... For some reason, he just has a brain snap and and uh, and plays a, a terrible shot. Hey, by the way, that's our ODI World Cup update. Thanks to Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Oh, by the way, how much are we praying that Netherlands wins tonight against England? Oh, that would be. I, I would have to say that would outdo. That would outdo Glenn Maxwell's two hundred. If Netherlands beat England, they officially finish last. Oh, that'd be the greatest. Mm. Right, yeah, we're going to go. Uh, that's, uh, a, a, again, a cricket update uh, for twoies. I feel like a twoies or two. Going to go to a break uh, when we come back. Stephen O'Keefe, who's getting ready. He's got a bit of work to do, apparently, I'm hearing. I'll ask him about it. He's getting ready for another big bash season. Yeah, with the Sixers. Yep, so we'll have yeah. a chat to Sock next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. A six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it high. Can it make it? It does make it. Glenn Maxwell. Unbelievable. The most remarkable thing you'll probably ever see in cricket. Has anyone uh, done a health check on Ian Smith, our colleague from SENZ in New Zealand? Because swear to God, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. I call him. Now, how good was that, boys? How good was that? Good call. Great oh. call. What a great moment to be there for as well. Oh, it would have been amazing. Of course, we weren't. Uh, you didn't even watch the cricket last night. I You're... thought we were going to win it that easy. I just thought, you know what, I need the sleep. And I went to bed finally at midnight. I've gone, I can't stay awake any I longer. I guess I would have watched it. Stephen O'Keefe, did you watch it Watch it all last night? You know what, guys? Thanks for having me on. I was, um, I, I'm suffering a bit from jet lag. So I got back in from London on Saturday. And 
lo and behold, I woke up. The, the Afghanis were were batting and, and cruising, you know. They were, they were one for 100 odd. I went to bed and I woke up with about 80 to go, um, just out of just out of jet lag, and just watched one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen. I think Ian Smith. He, he's been in the box seat, hasn't he, for some great moments. Oh yeah. He's like the barest of all margins, and now this one. Um, and he's right. It was it was the most remarkable innings. Uh, I don't think I've any, seen anything quite like a bloke injured. Um, you know, he hit seventy percent of the runs. And usually, you're thinking one of those innings that he's just going to falter at the end. You know, they needed five off the last ball. He hits a six. He joins the two hundred club. Belinda Clark's the only other Australian who's hit a two hundred for Australia. Um, and he broke he broke all the records. Probably the greatest innings I've seen in, in ODI cricket. Wow, that's that's mm. amazing for for the amount of. Cricket you've watched and played in uh, a socky. Now, when we look at Pat Cummins, now we have a bit of we've had a bit of a joke about Pat Cummins. How he just, you know, he could bat, he batted for four days, and he's a little bit watching like watching <laughs> Justin Langer bat in his day. But uh, Dirk Wellam, yeah, Dirk, Dirk Wellam, Dirk the great Wellum. New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> but he he played a pretty crucial oh, role, Luke didn't he? Yeah. He played yes. a really crucial role. Yeah. Well, yeah, he comes in at seven for ninety-one. Um, or the Aussies were seven for ninety-one, and he faced. 66 ball. I mean, you just can't you can't script an a, 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 a scorecard quite like it. You read through it, and no one else in the Aussie team has gotten close to really getting a start. Um, and then at the end, you've got someone like Pat Cummins who is just like all I need to do is survive. 11 off 66. It, ne- it will never ever win you many matches, except when you're involved in a partnership mm. um, of 170, 180 plus. Um, quite remarkable. And I think Paddy summed it up pretty well in his comments, didn't he? He just said he's a freak and, and you know, it, it basically Glenn Maxwell chased down the score on his own, which I, I think is a fair statement. It, you know, and you've got to hand it to the big show. Like, he's played like this. How how long do you reckon for uh, Socky? What, 10, 12 years? He hasn't gone off yeah. script, has he? He's just kept at it. And, and I mean, he's, yeah, won, he's, he's won a few games off his own bat, but this one was just... Yeah, he's, he's stuck at it, and he's copped a lot for it too, hasn't he? Well, I mean, you only have to go back uh, a couple of games. I forget the opponent where he went out first ball and Sky won, um, where the Aussies got to a fly with Marsh and Warner both getting hundreds. They promoted him to three, and he hit one straight up in the air and was out first ball, and you're like, oh, here we go. This is the big show, just, you know, batting with a little bit of ego. And then the next game he comes out, hits 100 off 40, and then a couple of innings later, he did the same. But you've got to remember, he was in the 2015 World Cup. So that's, what, eight or nine years ago. He's hit 150 off 60-odd balls in the Big Bash tournament. And you're quite right, Jase. It's it's just the way that he goes about his business. And, I mean, there was just no... This guy was injured as well. He, he was cramping. Uh, he's coming off an injury that he, he got in a golf cart. Um, fell off a golf cart. You can cart. see that that's... in his sink, can't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> fell off a golf cart. Unbelievable. Yeah, like the dog ate me homework, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but he, um, he was, it was remarkable. Uh, you know, he was cramping up the end and he could barely move, but the way he was getting his wrist through the ball, I, honestly, I don't reckon I've seen anything like, even for Glenn Maxwell's standards, mm. that was just unbelievable. Socky, you've played in those conditions. Ex- describe how oppressive those conditions would have been last night. Well, I mean, the stats paint a pretty ugly picture in regards to the toss. So winning the toss is huge, particularly at Wankedi where they played. Um, you know, the highest batting first total in this tournament has been well over 370 and the highest chasing total, the average chasing total is 280. So Afghanistan were pretty methodical about the way they went about their business. They got over the line with 291. Rashid Khan 
um, getting some quick fire runs at the end. But you could notice when the Australians started their when they were in their bowling spell in the middle of the heat, Pat Cummins was coming off after three overs. It was probably the hottest. I think Ian Smith said it, the hottest start to a one day that they basically had. Um, and then at, at night, it actually gets harder to bat. Not only is it hot and humid, um, but it's actually quite difficult to bat in those conditions. And the Aussies basically showed it, slumping to 7 for 91. There's not too many people who would have thought um, that the Aussies, you know, would have got out of that hole. But, um, you know, for Afghanistan as well, you've got to, you know, you've got to think yeah. about this side in their first World Cup. Um, you know, they've had four wins. They've knocked off some big names. Um, and if it hadn't been for a bit of brilliant and a little bit of luck, he got dropped at backwards square by Majib, which was an absolute sitter. But, hey, let's not talk about that. Um, Afghanistan were, were very, very good. And I think have proven a lot of people right in regards to why they should be included in the top 10 nations. Now, we're waxing lyrically about about the innings of Maxwell, but when you peel all the layers back, Socky, is there a few concerns mm. still for Aussies? I mean, with you know, middle-order batting, our, you know, our pace bowlers haven't, have been quite expensive at times because the, the pitches are probably not conducive to their bowling. So have we still got a few concerns? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Sats. I think, I think when you break the bowling down probably not striking as much as we would like in the in the opening power play, so the first 10 overs. Um, is quite hard to do over there because it's so batter-friendly. When the ball's hard, it does come on nice. Um, and there is a little bit of worry, I think, in the middle order there. We can't expect Maxwell to, you know, keep bailing us out of trouble. You know, we miss Steve Smith, um, who uh, was out with Vertigo. Uh, we did have Mitch Marsh back um, into the squad. So, look... I don't want to say it band-aids some problems, but I know that that batting group, I mean, it's good. It, it just highlights what this group's all about. You know, they win from any position. This is the team that lost the first two games. You know, everyone was out to get them. We're like, did they pick the right squad? I, I was saying they didn't. I said, you know, they're playing poor cricket and they've been able to turn around and win games from unwinnable positions. So, look, sign of a good side is, you know, when things aren't going well in the middle or not bowling well, like you said, that they still find a way to win. Um, and our performance against India in the first game where we had them three for 20, almost four for 20 if we held on to a catch, probably stacks up pretty well against how other sides are playing against them where they're mm. just, you know, cruising to victory. So I'm, I'm, I'm bullish. You know, it's only taken me five games, but I've flipped onto the other <laughs> side now. I'm saying the Aussies are the one to be. He's buying. <laughs> hey, <laughs> off, off the, the cricket, coast. before yeah. we let you go, Socky, off the cricket, how's your future father-in-law? How did he... How did he uh, recover after the uh, the grand final loss with the Broncos as an assistant coach? <laughs> John Cartwright is yeah, his yeah, future father-in-law. Yeah. 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 So we were watching the game, and we started we cracked we cracked open the champagne when Ezra Mann ran in his third oh, third line. Lexi was jumping up and down. She actually she actually wet herself, so she won't be listening. Right. But she okay. she wet herself. She was that excited. Okay. Uh, I said, right, they can't lose from here. Lost the game, and I. I didn't even know what to say. I just said, mate, sorry, great season. He just gave us the stereotypical thumbs up, you know, like a, a blind middle-aged man would do, just looks squinting at his phone, just hits the nearest emoji and sends it. Um, but I didn't feel too bad about it because Lexi got the same emoji. So I was like, oh, I must mean one of the family. Um, yeah. But I think, he, I think he's a pretty pragmatic bloke. He just sort of said, oh, look, it just wasn't, wasn't to be. Um, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus, like that, I don't know if I'd be taking it that well. Um, <laughs> um, you know, lost the unlosable game. But, uh, yeah, oh, well, like, look, you guys would know better than I do, but that Broncos score looks pretty good going forward. And Johnny's still there. He, he might also have a, a gig with the, the Blues if some rumours are confirmed. So, 
I think he's in a pretty good space. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate, we're gonna let you go. You got uh, you got some training coming up. Uh, let's everyone tonight get behind Netherlands. Let's hope they beat the Poms. <laughs> yeah. How good would that be? <laughs> that'd just top. That'd be the oh, cherry yeah. on the cake. Yep. That would be amazing. Yeah. And, oh. And, how, and a timed out would be nice as well. Hey, the other thing is too, mate, only a month until the Big Bash kicks off. You're getting pumped for that? Oh, I'm getting fat. I, um, I, I've, 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 Must be I've that seat you sit in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For three hours a day, four days a week. No, I, I jumped on the scales and without giving too many numbers away, it puts me in the heavyweight class. So I'll be up against the likes of Anthony Joshua if I was a boxer. So, um, yeah, I won't won't be doing any skin folds tests. I'll just be rolling out there uh, and rolling them out, uh, so to speak. You can't be as big as as Tyson Fury. There's no chance. (laughs) Fuck, he's got the same back fat. Yeah. um, Socky. Yeah, anyway, look, we'll, I've got a month to put my head down. Good. We'll let you go, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, Stephen Socky. O'Keefe. Good on you, Jase. Good on your stats. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Thanks for Sock uh, giving us some time. Uh, did I say thanks for Sock? Maybe thanks to Sock mm-hmm. would be the English you'd require there, uh, Jase. Uh, for Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil, the good oil, off the back of Maxwell's performance last night, we want to know what was the best individual performance in the NRL or any sport. In NRL, could be cricket, could be... Are you talking about saviours? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, saviors in sport. People have saved the team. <clears throat> We've got a few here. Um, You're going to ask, did you have one come through that you wanted to check? Oh, sorry. Before we get into that, didn't someone say... Um, Michael Bevan's been got a lot of votes. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm throwing up I'm throwing up Cody Walker, Game 3, State of Origin. He was good, wasn't he? Outstanding. He's very good. Another one, and I hate saying it. I, I can't... Be, as a New South Welshman, I can't stand saying this, and it goes mm-hmm. against everything I agree. Cam Munster, game one of State of Origin this year. Oh, in Adelaide. Ten-minute period. He just says, just give me the ball. It was a little bit like Nathan Cleary in the grand final this year, wasn't it? Just that last quarter the rig. of the we game. We call him the rig. Yeah. The rig, is it? Yeah. yeah, the rig. It's just a little bit like Nathan Fowler in the... Nathan. So, uh, How we good's had... his body? <laughs> like, seriously, he's, he's a halfback. He Why should... wouldn't it be? Yeah, but he should be a little puny guy. No, he's a big guy. When you walk up alongside him, it's it's... It absolutely astounds me how big the players are these days. I was impressed. <laughs> now, 280, oh, this is Mark. He says, Nathan Clear in the grand final. Clutch moments, yeah. Andrew Johns, yeah, you're right. 2005 Origin Series. I think the series decided. That's when he game. came back, was it? Yeah, yeah, he came back well, from a knee injury. He only played one game before it. Well, halfback comebacks. What about Alfie? 2001. Flying back from England. No one knew about it. No. Only three people knew. Andrew G knew. Daryl Vandervelt, the coach of Warrington. Ben Eichen had to go pick him up yeah. from the airport. Yeah. Gary Belcher didn't even know it, and he was the strength and conditioning coach. He had a whistle around his <laughs> neck and a clipboard. Uh, what about, uh, we talk about saviours. Statsy from Freshwater said, Fatty, we are talking about Fatty earlier on, an old photo that you saw. Fatty's semifinal performance against the Roosters in 87 will live in my mind forever. I was only 16 
at the SCG to watch it. Fatty got a nasty gash over his eye but refused to come off. Tackled himself to a standstill. He deservedly got man of the match. And when you see him hold up the Winfield Cup a fortnight later, he still had the scar from that nasty cat cut. Uh, Fatty wasn't flash, but he was that gritty of a worker that every team needs. Yeah, you're right, Statsy. It was a uh, 87. They beat Canberra, their first grand final. Kevin Ward, the the famous Pommy great front row, had, had played in that grand final. It was about 35, 36 degrees. And he wasn't used to it. It's a little bit like – it should have been like Vauban in the <laughs> in the Melbourne Cup. Not used to the yep. – not used to the conditions, but he absolutely killed them. Yeah. Um, a lot of texts coming through about that sort of stuff. I mean, JT, 2015 Premiership, or any time he played, he was the definition of clutch. That's from – is it Canara Cowboy? It's interesting, that one of Jonathan Thurston. Like, he had a good game in that 2015 grand final. And you're right. He, if he doesn't play, they probably don't win the game with that field goal at the end. And um, But in saying that as well – Jake Granville and James Tamo in that game were unbelievable. Unbelievable mm. in that grand final. Mm. Yeah. What is it? Cam says, where do they keep the trophy for the winner of that game, Woogie? Cody Walker, game three. He said, can you push what? What? <laughs> All right, Cam. You're only as good as your last game, buddy. And New South Wales won that last origin clash. Hey, Neil at Quakers Hill makes a good one. And Rat would love this one, talking about sporting saviours. Killer Carl Cox stepped up when he surprised the wrestling fans by saving Mark Lewin from Bulldog Brower and Abdul, Abdullah the Butcher. He delivered a brain buster. The Horton Pavilion erupted. That's great. <laughs> Who that was is... your favourite wrestling? Oh, but I, I didn't like wrestling growing up. No, I didn't. But everyone had a favourite. Was there some bloke called Mario something? I don't know. I was... yeah, he used to be on, because he used to be on like 12 o'clock Saturdays on Channel 9 or something. When I grew George up the Animal Steel. Remember he used to eat the foam out Oh, but of the... you're talking WWE. Yeah. All oh, right. Oh, I'm talking I'm talking Australian wrestling. Oh, no, no, no. Like um, WWF, WWE. Well, well, like everyone else, Hulk Hogan. Ken Shamrock. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, good old Thunder Lips. Yep. Didn't mind him. <laughs> Hey, from Rosie Maroon. Hey, boys. Uh, much to my disappointment, Nathan Cleary single-handedly beating the Broncos in this year's final. Yeah, Rosie. Rosie, female. What? What's Ro- that? Rosie. 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 Well, we need to put Rosie in a group. Here we go. I'm, I'm but no, my why does everyone go into the whack pack? No, not everyone goes into the whack pack. So Rosie. We- Welcome to the show, Rosie. Rosie at the moment is going into the Goodwill hunting. At the moment, but she could find herself out of that and into the whack pack. No, don't put right with a text like that. No, that's what I'm saying. At the moment, she's in goodwill hunting, which is the smart area. The smart area. What yeah. categories we got again? We've got the angry mob. Well, that's rooster muzz, Bondi Bondi Jack, Jack, Rabbit Burrow. Can you put? Uh, can you put man Craig? Boobs. Can you? Can you put Craig from Maitland in there? Yep. No, no, no. He's too smart. No, he rang up tonight and caught us something I can't broadcast because he reckons Actually, we rode off Australia. We've been riding off Australia one day World Cup. Like I can't I, remember that. I, I, I've been saying for a week or so that I think Australia is the only team that can beat India. I'm going to put Craig in the Goodwill Huntings at the moment. Even well, though, I, I don't agree with that. Well, he had a little bit of a, a faux pas the other night, but I'm willing to give him give him a pass, Mark. So we've got the angry mob, the blue blue collars, which are just the good blokes. You know, just the they're down to earth. Um, and we've got uh, Goodwill Huntings, and we've got the Whack Pack. And the whack, and we're not going to Rosie. You will not be going into the whack pack. I'm not having you anywhere near them. Yep. 
They are dangerous. Mario Milano. That's yeah, it. well, that's thanks, thanks for ruining that because yeah. Ahmed is on the phone oh. and he wanted to tell us that. Okay. How are you, Ahmed? <laughs> yes. Yes, Seth, it's all your fault, Seth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mario, Mil- Mario Milano. Uh, Jason, do you remember Ron Miller? No. Who's he Ron? He was also on those... Uh, Saturday, uh, 12 noon on Channel 9. Yeah, mate, yeah, I, I was really young, Ahmed, and I just, all I remember was this Mario character. Mm. Uh, did you ever, what, did you get it? Oh, really? Sats, did you ever see it growing up? We're the same age. The Australian version? Yeah. No, like, as I Ahmed, didn't. Well, anyone who grew up who's, I'm 53, growing up in Sydney, and you'd see it on yeah. Channel, yeah, Channel 9, it was 12 o'clock Saturdays, wasn't it, Ahmed? Yeah, I'm 56, yes, that's right. Uh, 12 o'clock Saturday, that's right, on Channel 9. It was so good. It was so and good. You know, and, and you know who used to host it? Uh, remember the, um, the the former South Sydney player who also became Minister for Sport? Oh, Michael, Michael Cleary. He's my godfather. Is he? Yeah, he's my godfather. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 He, was, he, he used to host it. Yeah. He used to be on the actor. He used to be, an, he used to be a great actor. He used to act as in all these, uh, as if it was really real, but it wasn't real, as you know. Um, yeah, wasn't it? On the, on the act. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't real, come on. Oh, Ahmed, break, don't break <laughs> it to me gently, would you? I'm just a boy from your girdle. And that's why, Jeez. And, and that's why, and that's why, he, and that's why he turned to be a politician. <laughs> hey, Ahmed, what part, whereabouts are you from? I'm from the uh, best uh, part in the South, San Susie. San Susie, that's where Costa Zoo's gym used to be. Yeah, there you San go. San Susie, didn't it, Armin? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I've, I've had coffee with his son a few times. Yeah, nice. There we go. Well, listen, thanks for the call, Armin. Have hey, a good night, mate. Can we send Armin a... No, um, can we no, send Armin a... An esky. An esky. Armin, have you got room in your house for an esky that fits one and a half cans? Have you? It's the world's worst esky. No problem. No problems at all. I, I wouldn't mind anything from you guys. Okay, so Ahmed, stay on the line because uh, Daddy Vass is going to get your address, okay? Beauty, mate. Thanks for um, helping oh. us out with that as well. And a few other people on the text have done that too. Rooster Muzz was was pretty quick. And Brad from Redhead. Dancy yeah, Murray Milano. And the likes of Killer Kowalski. Yeah, Killer Kowalski. Yeah, you're right. Now, was Killer Kowalski WWE as well? well no, or was that the Australian version. I thought Killer Kowalski was sort of before WWF, but it became WWF. Is that right? I think, I'm not sure. I think sure. Killer Kowalski was the Australian version okay. of, bo- uh, of wrestling. So you do know it? Well, I know of it. I know the names. Now, Canara Cowboy says Re- Rosie definitely sounds like blue collar to me. How and dare you guys? Can you treat our female listeners with respect? What are you talking about? So we've got a lot of votes here for we got a lot of votes here for Rosie to go into the... <clears throat> All right. Hey, listen, we're going to go to the break. Hey boys, very... I decided that Rosie should be in the whack pack. No. Right. I got... Hey, listen, just focus for one moment. We've got to go to a break, but very quickly, Tony Banana from Botany is on the line. <laughs> Tony, that's not your real last name, is it? No, I, I call myself Tony Banana because... I like banana on pizza, boys. Oh, that's right. That's right. league of bananas. Seriously. <laughs> All right, you, no, reckon, no, was, you need help. Bit... Yeah, mate. <laughs> hey, you, hey, don't knock it till you try it, boys. Don't knock it till you try it. Oh, mate, I've got hey, 15 this, seconds. What do you got? I spaghetti on my pizza. Oh, yeah, that's the best. No, no, um, that, that, that uh, World Championship Wrestling on Channel 9 yep. was hosted as well as by Don Lane. Don it was Lane, too. Uh, he was there we go. There too. All right, Tony, we've got to run, mate. Yeah, Love Don to Lane. chat. Call us back Good after stuff. 7 if you want. All right.
right, mate. Well, anyhow, I'll talk to you another time. And um, anyhow, keep up the good work, boys. Thank you, Tony. Cheers. Tony Banana sounds like he's had a it was, skin for. It was Don Lane. It was Don Lane. I just did some good gear there. Yeah, he was a South Sydney fan and an actor. There you go. Yeah. Got to go to... So it wasn't Michael Cleary. I thought Michael Cleary might be a bit young. No, no, Michael Cleary's sort of like 70s. No, okay. Late 70s, yeah. All right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, back in a moment. That was a good oil for Cobram Estate. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested and first coal pressed in northern Victoria. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Jeez, there's a fight on the text machine for Mm. Rosie. But I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, and I think it's I think it's Muzz. Muzz makes a really good point here. Yeah, what? So talking about Rosie, we go, oh, how good is it, Rosie? Rosie's a female. She's going to go on the blue collar work. It's just a good person. But, she, no, you can't put a female in the blue collar. Yeah, you can. Muzz says, what if, <laughs> what if its surname is Rose? A mate of mine's nickname is Rosie. Surname is Rose. Rosie, can you confirm whether you're male or female? Because we want our first. How do first... you identify? Yeah, <laughs> We want our first female in some sort of, I don't know, we need to. We had Michelle from Dubbo. She hasn't texted us for a while. No, she has And your girlfriend. Hillstorm. Yeah. Hillstorm's a whack packer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, here's a, commu- a quick community update thanks to Fire Coat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. I don't know if you can call Hillary a, um, a, whack, a whack packer. Pack. Yeah, Firefighters are extinguishing hot spots near Tenterfield as part of ongoing containment line. The New England Highway will remain open in both directions. Please stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au. It's community update. Thanks to New Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings. We will get to your text messages. Tenerfield, that's where uh, Billy Moore was born. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to your text messages. We've also got uh, what's coming up. We've got a few on that. If you want to throw one in, do so. Um, and, oh, by the way, Simon Orchard with some tips for tonight with the Greyhounds. All that and more soon on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome to uh, hour two of the show. Great to have you on on board. What are you doing? You know I have nightmares about watching you eat. You are a grub. It is. I'm, I'm a pretty ordinary eater, I've got to say. Sats eats like he's the youngest child in a clan of ten <laughs> kids. And he's like, I'm going to miss out, I'm going to miss out, I'm going to miss out. It's it, disgusting. It's it absolutely disgusting. Mm. Our two of Sports Day, Simon Orchard uh, from Greyhounds, New South Wales, joining us soon. I want to pick a cup. Uh, I want to pick a bone. I want to update. <laughs> I want to pick a bone. I want to pick a bone with one of our listeners, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to give an update on Glenn. We do get uh, Steve. Steve's the only one 
who asks where Glenn is. Well, Glenn's a radio icon. Well, in Steve's eyes, um, Glenn resigned from the show. Oh, he uh, no, he did. I've got the text message. He what resigned. Do you, what do you consistently try and turn our listeners off? I'm not doing that, Scott. I'm just passing on. I am just the vehicle that is passing the information on, right? Just eat. I Now you're picking food out of your teeth in the studio with a piece of paper. Are you right? Yeah, I'm fine. You're a grub. Anyway, Glenn resigned from the show. Um, he said, I'll continue to listen, but um, I'll watch your ratings slide or something, he said. So <laughs> if you're wondering where Glenn is, he's no longer here. Um, and it's up to us to um, accept his decision and respect his re- decision. No, I'd, And I'm going to respect the hell out of it. I'm not going to – I'm not accepting it at all. Yeah, well, I'm in charge. Hey, tomorrow night, thing. I don't want to do it yet tonight, so don't send in your nominations. Tomorrow night I want to do – I saw on news.com.au they've compiled their top 10 powerful performances. Yeah, this is good. Can we do this tomorrow night? In rugby league. In rugby league from the 2023 season. Yeah, we can do it. So we can do, yeah, 10 powerful performances or it could be individual performance or an individual's game. So we're going to talk about whether they missed anything and yep. we'll get your, your buy-in tomorrow night. Sounds good. England have won a toss against the Netherlands and they will be batting. Did I, did I um, cover off on Craig from Maitland? No. That he's had a crack at us? Oh, no, you said it earlier on. About yeah, great. That we were okay. apparently, but I, I can't remember that, Craig. I can't remember it. Yeah, no. I do want you to call up again. Not when Woogie's on because he gets he's got a short fuse these days. No, do you not no, do you not realise I had to cut him off the air the other night? Yeah, I had no. to dump his call for swearing. Now yeah, the list, You our, antagonised him. Our listeners. I didn't antagonise you him. You antagonised. Okay, let me put this to you. If I said to you. He's going to the ombudsman. <laughs> Sats. Yeah. If I, I if such and such uh, doesn't occur, yep. right? If I have a bet with you and mm-hmm. it does, and I lose, and my bet with you, which no one asked for by the way, mm. was that he was going to nude up and run naked somewhere. Yeah, and he hasn't done it. Am I not in my right to say, where have you been? No, because you're inciting you right? a crime. Is it a crime in every state and territory? <laughs> is it? I think it is. I think it is. I and then he is. got cranky with me because I said, Laurie Daly's not the coach of New South Wales. Mm. And then he went all skew in. Yeah, but you, do, you, incite, you incite violence. How would it? You, you do. do not. You, you, That's Rooster You roll up people that much that, that you just need to be hit. It's like that. I need to be hit. Like, if Craig was in front of you and you were antagonising him, he would have slapped you the other night. So your, your way to deal with violence is to violently assault someone. Yeah. The way my dad said. He said, ask questions later. So St. Boyd, I've got to say, listening on 2HD, you love 2HD, don't you? Favourite radio station. Guys, you have to try it. Banana on pizza. This is Ahmed, of course. No, it wasn't Ahmed. It was... Um... Uh, Botany pizza. Steve, Bo- Steve Banana. Stevie Bananas. <laughs> so guys, have to try it. Banana on pizza is great. The riper, the better. It's good with pepperoni. Come on. No. That's a what. That's later on what. What? I wouldn't have it on every type of pizza. I said the same. Thought my mate was mad. That was 30 years ago. What? Are you serious? Now, St. Boyd, I had you. I was just about to announce that you are in the blue collar group. I've, I've just got to say. Straight into whack pack. Straight, straight into whack pack. Yeah. And sit next to Glenn. Yeah. I, um, one of our colleagues, Benny Davis, who mm. also reads the sport on Channel 7 in Brisbane, he reckons banana and Vegemite. See, like, that's nuts. Those people need help. 
They need help. I wouldn't say that about You can't Benny. have banana on pizza. You just can't have it. Actually, for our Brisbane listeners, have you seen Benny Davis on the TV of late? Mm. Thoughts on his haircut? 0457 736 736. Looks like he's... He's so paranoid. He's so paranoid about it. It looks like he's done a stint behind bars. That's what he looks like. It does look like a prison haircut. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Rightio, you told us about Glenn last night, Woogie, and I texted then how the news sad me. Oh, crime scene. Sorry, crime scene. Um... Rooster Muzz, worm, I'm with you. When in doubt, clouts. Can I get to some uh, a sports update, by the way, to yep. save time and water? Irrigir is here, as I said. England have won the toss. We'll bat against the Netherlands. Uh, Aussie NFL star Jordan Malata has gone viral after singing this. My wish come oh. oh, my God. The dog's yelping everywhere at the moment. Oh, oh hey. Jesus. For Christmas. That sounds all right. That's horrific. No, I, the end was okay. The end was good. So that that's, he's blown up TikTok with this. Well, this is Jordan Maylada, of course, who played lower grades with uh, South Sydney under twenties, and and then was drafted to the Philadelphia Eagles after never playing an NFL game, which is quite amazing. He's 166 kilos, about six foot six, and they're doing their second drop. The Eagles, it's. It's called a Philly special Christmas. They did it last year as well. So Lane Johnson and, and Jason Kelsey, who is the brother of Travis. The, brother, the brother-in-law of yeah, Taylor Swift. That's right. Yeah. Soon to be. Mm. That should be a what? That right there. What? I'm talking about the song. Like, I oh, can't, I thought you were talking about the I Taylor can't Swift. believe that many people. Well, I can actually. The septics. I can see that they would spend a lot of money on something like that. Um, in my house, the mm-hmm. countdown has begun. 100 days till Taylor Swift. What? What? Concert in Melbourne, first concert. Oh, wow. This is what my life is. Mm. Now you know why I'm cranky? I, I say, I've got to say, we're getting a lot of votes here around I get, the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. So it started out. I was wondering who Mario Milano was it Milano? Mario Milano, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I remember. I actually that. don't know how we got onto the subject. Um, didn't you talk about WWE or wrestling or something? Yeah, but I don't like know that? how I got onto that. Uh, it was about successful. Was it? Oh, was sporting saviors. Yeah. Oh, we had yeah one of the yeah actually yeah one of the text messages. And then about. I said I used to watch the wrestling mm. more so the Australian version. Yep. At lunchtime on a Saturday. So I can't really I on can't Channel really Nine. Remember that. Yeah. Maybe it was just a Sydney thing. Mm. Maybe it was just you saw that many wrestling fights in your dad's pubs. You didn't yeah. need to every Friday to, night to watch TV. So yeah, but um, other wrestlers. That was Neil at Quakers Hill. Yeah. So, um, g'day boys. After Mike Cleary. Yeah. Uh, Will from Randwick. Will, Will's actually blue collar. Well, Why do you have to put everybody well, into a category? Because our listeners like to be categorised. You can't label people nowadays, mate. No, people are labelling themselves now in public. Do, so, we have, do we have any cats or dogs to listen to the show? Because we do have a – we've got a barn section for, the, for our regulars. Wrestlers. Here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the yes. goat, Cairns yes. says. Yes, he used to What, he used to crack the cans, didn't he, Ian? Did he? Yeah, he used to crack the cans of beer. Right. Um, the guys, uh, in it's Stampy from South, South, the Sunshine Coast. Best WWE wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior. Yep. Do you remember him? Yep. Yeah, so we've got a, we actually got a lot of wrestling fans. That really surprises me. Have we worked out where um, 
before I get on to some more news, yeah. have we worked out where uh, Rosie's going? No, we don't know yet. Rosie okay. hasn't got back to us about male or female. Warren from Blacktown, tomato and Vegemite, beautiful. You don't need salt and pepper. Warren? Whack pack. No, come on. No. That's the first time he's texted us. Doesn't matter. You can't chuck him straight. You can't put him in the same room with Glenn. Have you ever heard of the saying, depends on how much control you get is on the first encounter? Is that the saying? Warren, no, I've never heard Warren's, of it. Warren's encounter says to me, he's whack pack. I can't wait till our whack pack um, Christmas carols. Oh, yeah, we've got to work on that as well. Mm. So, we'll see, they've done a version of All I Want for Christmas. Remember, I wanted to do All I Want for Christmas is Glenn. <laughs> that should be our Christmas carol. They've stolen the idea from us. Even Dave says, hey, legend and slats. About 30 <laughs> years ago, I had a banana and chicken pizza. It was the best. I mentioned to my parents a few times, and they always said, don't be stupid. I completely forgot about it till the last dude rang up. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Dave from Hawk's Nest. St. Boyd, by the way. I'll give it a crack, by the way. Um, St. Boyd says Glenn is back as Rosie. You reckon? I don't... I've, I'm not buying into that. We can look at the number anyway. We can check it. Hey, boys, it was World Championship Wrestling. The mm -hmm. original host was Reg Little. Yeah. And the number one ref was Wallaby Bob McMasters. There were local stars like Mario Milano, Brutt Bernard, Captain Ron Miller. Then you would get guest wrestlers like Tiger Singh, uh, Tex McKenzie, Happy Days, Bowie from Newey. Thanks, Bowie. I remember... Tiger Singh. I remember that name for some reason. Uh, we've got one here from Podge as well. Podgy says, I've just worked it out. Woogie is Queensland version of Mark Levy. He would boo Santa Claus. Oh, get lost. Is it? How's Podge going? Is He's he, good, yeah. Is he? Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> He's going good, Podgy. He's a good man. Mascot Glider says, before Don Lane and Mike Cleary, it was hosted by Jack Little. There you go. Killer Carl Cox, yes. Yes. Well, that's the brain buster. Yeah, well, that's what the original, that's, that's what Neil from Quakers Hill, the right. original text was about the brain buster. Right, gotcha. There, yeah. were, there were Haystacks, Calhoun, I think, uh, Larry O'Day, Brute Bernard, Spiros, Arian, and Mario Milano, and so many more. wonder where they all are. Thanks, Mascot Glider, for that. I wonder what happened to all these blokes. I mean, obviously, they're probably dead now, right? Would they be? They were pretty They'd old. They'd have to be. Yeah. Mm. Rightio. Um, some more news. Bunny skipper Cameron Murray has been awarded the Harry Sunderland Medal. Do you know what that is? That's the best and fairest, isn't it? For the Kangaroos over, ah. over a series. Wait, he didn't play a game. He missed the last. Missed the last game. So he played two games and won the medal. Yeah. That's good going. You know, there's a bit, there's a bit of an argument, and we've got a lot of Rabbitoh supporters. You you won also, and Rabbit Borough tomorrow. There's, there's a fair few that... There's a bit of an argument now around whether Cameron Murray towards, and he's definitely not at the back end of his career, but as he approaches that that period, the last sort of five years of his career, mm. which he's a long way away from, mm. is that he's probably, is he better off playing on an edge where he's not so heavily involved in that work in the middle where, you know, he's not a big body at all. He's a small, like he and Victor Radley, those sort of guys, they're Cameron McGuinness, they're small forwards. But he plays bigger than he is. He does, but it takes its toll. It's just like chipping away at a bit of, at a bit of wood. You know, finally it breaks. And so there's a bit of an argument that maybe what we've seen from him playing for the Kangaroos, 
where it's the quality of work as opposed to the quantity of work. I don't agree with that. I think he's the perfect lock forward. Just He just has to do whatever he has to do. Whether the game needs to be played yep. tough, he does that. If he needs to be played quick, he does that. He can play on an edge when he wants to. He can play in the middle when he wants to. So what, what are your thoughts then on the calls? And, and I'm not suggesting he's better than Yo. I think they're both outstanding. Two completely different players. But yeah. both outstanding, mm, right? Absolutely. Um, in the Australian setup, in the New South Wales setup, you'd rather see Murray in the 13 than Yo. I think in that game three last year, I think game three last year proved that Yo coming off the bench was playing a little bit more of a, like a third front rower, yep. a bit of a lock forward. I thought that proved to be really beneficial for New South Wales. I thought it was more of a more punch coming off the bench with, with Isaiah. And whether Cam is the 13, I don't know. But I just feel as though Isaiah, Isaiah served a greater purpose. And I don't think New South Wales looked anywhere as good with Murray coming on in the 45th minute or 50th minute. Like, there, there, were games, there was a game last year where you didn't even see the first half. You know, there's an argument around those quicker players that get across the ground. If you bring them on at the 25th minute mark, well, they can they can change the momentum of the game. Sometimes the game is gone by that by the time they get on the field. And there is there is too much of a workload for those forwards to try and try and get back what they've lost. Yep. Now we saw that test match on the weekend between Australia and New Zealand. By the 25th, 30th minute mark, Moses Leota and Joseph Tarpanay and and James Fisher Harris and Isaiah Papali and Nelson Asofa Salomon, a big big nasty and and also Britain Nicara. They had created that much damage on the Australian side. Mm. Even though it was only six nil, twelve nil at one stage, you could just you could see the tsunami building, mm. and it was going to be difficult for anyone coming off the bench to make a difference. And defensively, Murray's pretty good in that opening twenty five minutes. Well, he, he creates speed. Yeah, he creates speed through the ruck. He gets quick play. That game in that Amy Park. If you go back and watch that game, two tries are on the back of his really quick play the balls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, not going to get an argument from me. Ever since I switched him to carbs, he has improved. He doesn't eat carbs. He's, That's be, the only... The, he'd to, be all plant-based. <laughs> has to be. For him to be the perfect bloke, you know, and after our discussions at the buffet, he needs he needs to get some carbs into him. Mm. You know, he needs, to, he needs to fatten up a bit. I know he's having a baby and all this sort of stuff and... He's going to get married eventually, but Jesus, come on, Cam. Now, being a bribey boy, this is 302 on the text line. Being a bribey island boy, he's talking about. It's a beautiful island on the way to the Sunshine Coast. In my early teens, Sats, love your Sattler's Tavern. So we built a pub there in 1978, 79. Uh, you needed to man up. You need to man up at that pub. Yeah. I attended Rodney Rude's show. Remember Rodney Rude? Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he was brutal. That that was. Remember he used to go, and then he'd say yeah. two words. Yeah. The biggest mistake I made was talk back to him. I melted in my seat. Yeah, you got to be, you got to be game three o two to talk back to any of those those really good comedians. You got to be good on the good. Uh, got over the gift of the gab to go with them. Hey, what about um, Iron Bronco, boys? If you're getting the future Australian captain, Mister Carrigan. He'll have the 13 jersey for a long time. Yeah, when Ken Murray's finished with it, he can have it. Will Pat come off the bench? And I reckon that's a spot for him in the Australian team. Again, it's it depends what the coach, the style the coach wants to play. And well, Ken Murray, Murray be the next Australian captain, by well, the way. He's the, the vice captain. Well, the lock forward in a lot of teams now is sort of regarded as a third front rower. You know, and that's what Carrigan plays in the Australian side as well. Daniel... 
I'd argue that Yo's a, a better ball player. Than Murray. Than Murray? Yeah, absolutely. Com- two completely different players. Yeah, yeah, but do you want him for that in the first 25 minutes or do you want to set your game up defensively and... I don't think there's a better forward in the NRL who can find the, the ground in, in between two defenders. Sorry. <clears throat> than Murray. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting that's, emotional, mate. That's how he gets the. Uh, you okay. He's getting emotional because he he was going against his Broncos player. Yeah, I know. Gets you okay? Honey. Yeah, I'm good. No, you're right, but he does. He's just because of his speed. He gets he gets in between defenders really well. And that's where that's where the quick play of the balls come from. Um, what else is there? Sats and Woogie. The only time bananas should be cited on pizza is on a Nutella pizza cooked in a wood fire oven. Oh. Wood fire ovens are overrated. Smothered with Nutella as the base and covered with banana, strawberry, and icing sugar. Daniel from Prairie Wood. Stormy Daniel, that's there's way too much work going into that pizza. And wood fire, come on. You don't need that. Mm. Just plain old gas is fine. Thank you very much. Um, there's a text here about Glenn. Um, and it was see you, Glenn. Don't let the door hit you on the way no. out. Boys, have a backup, uh, have to back up the tomato and Vegemite, especially on a bagel. That's Iron Bronco as well. We've got a text here from one of our Kiwi listeners, double eight double three. Um, this number, this is Chris from Foxton in New Zealand. Now, Foxton is on the western side of the North Island. I won't take your... Near Palmerston North. After you forgot where the place yeah. south of Beagle was. Sussex Inlet. Sussex Inlet, yeah. right. We'll wait till our listeners tell us, yeah. So, home of the trainer, Chris Waller. Now in Australia, his horses ran second and third in the Melbourne Cup. Cheers, yeah. Welcome to the show, Chris from Foxton. Radio. Uh, thanks for your text, Skip, and coming through. 0457 736 736. Daddy, have we not done something? Why are you here? I put, put an audio grab in the folder. Right. And I, and I think it, it's controversial, but I think it, it should be our opener. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, We're well, a new opener. New opener. Is it music? Is this it? That just gave me a headache. I've got a headache. Who's that? Stone Cold Steve Austin's oh, theme song. Oh, his entry song, is it? He walks out to it. I don't know. Thoughts? Come on, Woogie, introduce the show. Zero over the four top. five seven seven three six seven three six. Welcome to Sports Day. If you're unemployed, <laughs> this is your theme. Uh, we'd be like the breakfast show, wouldn't we? That's that's, that's really hectic. That's Mate, a lot that of is, chaos in that. That is crap. Honestly, you're a bloke who goes to day spas with his misso and has couples massages. Yep. You're listening to that rubbish? What about he was, he was one listeners? Of my... Listen to that. So Daddy Vass goes with his misso on his week off to a couples massage yeah. and have to hold hands yeah. do not. while they lay on the on the beds next to each other. What else do you do with her? I, got... only have... Okay, I was the only one in there. She was not there. Can I? Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> massaging yourself. Let your mind wander. Yeah. So you have couple, you have couple couples massages with it. You also yep. go and get haircuts together. Mm. What else do you do? Oh, you know, hike, hike. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not one of them, are you? And do you get up the top and take a selfie with the lamb below you and go hashtag living? No, I don't rely on my mobile phone like all the Optus. Me, my mobile phone, <laughs> like all the Optus. People today, no, I don't know. We, you know, you, you hang out with your, you hang out with your family on the weekend. Only because I have to. <laughs> What's that? 
True. I wouldn't hang out with your family. See? Um, now, Steve, uh, surprise, surprise, when yep. we talk about saviours, players that have saved yep. an innings, a game, whatever it may be. Look at how many grand finals Ray Price played in for Para. It's no coincidence Para haven't won a comp since he retired. He delivered. Look at the photo of him after an origin. Collapsed on the floor. A living legend. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Dual international. And right. you are right. They haven't won a comp since both he and the Crow I'm looking retired. At a, I'm looking at a man on screen right now as a saviour, Ben Stokes. We have got a text message about that, about saviours, Ben Stokes, in that uh, can you remember the series? Oh, the one we just had? No. Was it the one we just had? Well, no, it was the other one. Oh, the one before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the 2019. Was that it? Yeah. Yep. That innings at... Uh, yeah, change. It's the, it's the test match where we should have won the series, yeah. Yes. I'd say Wayne Bennett. What, what are you... Why? Why? Well, you went to St. George. Won a premiership. Went to... Um, Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Won plenty. Mm. Came back that year and won State of Origin. 2001 and 2020. Yeah, when Gal said they've got the worst team ever. Yeah, that was 20, yeah. Yeah. What, what were his stats? Like, did he play, did he? He played back in the day. He did play for Australia. No, but he's a, he's, he's a coaching saviour. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I've had enough Queensland talk, seriously. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. And I'm sorry to our SCNQ listeners, but as a Blues supporter... I'm just a tortured soul. I'm sick of it. I put up with it every day. G'day, lads. How are you getting it, Liam says? To save time. Saving the team? The rat when he joined Sports Day. He's never here, Liam. Oh, Liam. What are you talking about? Get lost. Liam, you are. He's he's with, put him with Glenn. Save time and water. Irrigear is here. What what was your question before we go to a break? The song. What what song? What question? Oh, do you think... (laughs) Do you think New South Wales can it's win next year? This is the worst show. Do, you, do you honestly think New South Wales can it's not win a quiz next show. year? Are you serious? Are you? Si- we are a better team if we're fit. If I, don't don't <laughs> accept. You no, said no. this year that you're you're going you're a Queenslander now. No, I said if Gus Gould became coach, I'd, I'd go for Queensland. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> the thing is, if we're fully fit, we beat you. If Latrell and um, Oh, Tom mate, Trevojevic. Tom Travojevic were playing. Um, if if Cleary was fit, like, seriously, we would have pantsed you. Just uh, calm down. And we've got Madge. In Madge, we... What, what, trust. What, in trust. That okay. doesn't rhyme. Yep. We need something that rhymes with adge. <laughs> right? In Madge, we imagine. Right. <laughs> What's this button Seriously, for? Seriously, we're still on. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Rightio, let's get into a bit of ACDC. That's what you need when you pull up in your ute at the dogs. I reckon when representing Australia (laughs) for hockey, there's no doubt the Simon Orchard 
would have listened, or they would have all listened to a song of that nature before a gold Oh, you medal shook match. me all night long. Would yeah. have been in the change rooms of the yeah. Cooker Bar. There's no doubt about it. We'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> Thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. What's gambling really costing you? Yes, which ACDC song did you play, Simon? Go ahead. <laughs> Boys, you know very well that I'm a big, big fan of uh, Freed from Desire by Gala. It is not quite the ACDC <laughs> Sort of listening that the dogs crowd might love, but I don't uh, even know it. Desire, you know the song, you know it. It's a classic. It's a classic. We <laughs> don't even know it. It's a classic. Is it dance? What, what genre is it? It's one of those songs, boys, that you you hear and you go, oh, of course, yeah, I know this. You just never knew who sung it. They're sure they're a one-hit wonder. It's probably in the same sort of elk as uh, Barbie from Aqua. Um, you know those sort of tracks mm. that you probably hear and you go, oh, yeah, love this. Maybe two a.m. when you couple of shots down, just having a bit of a boogie, this sort of song would come on. So you're running out to take on Pakistan or India or the <laughs> Netherlands. You're all sucking on lollipops yeah. listening to dance music in yeah. the change room. Instilling the fear of God into the opposition with uh, freedom from desire flashing out the oh doors. Yeah, that's us. You take over, Sats. I can't Love talk it. to him. It's from, it's German and also <laughs> Italian. Okay, the song. Uh, a, what is it in cats? And we're or drinking. Uh, what were we drinking? Celsius? Freezers or oh, seltzers? Yeah, <laughs> freezers. That's right. Oh, <laughs> Afterwards, <laughs> hey boys, who wants a raspberry breezer to celebrate <laughs> our win? Oh, oh this is disgusting. This is okay, let's <laughs> go. Let's get on to Greyhounds uh, New South Wales uh, big middle distance race. Where are we? we're adapto, aren't we? Tomorrow. Yeah, we are. We are the uh, Ladbrokes. Um, well, the middle distance championship. It is adapto over six hundred meters now. A few years ago, boys, we thought, how are we going to get dogs from 500, the sprint trip, to 700, the staying trip, without a lot of these feature races over the middle distance? So, bang, here we go. Middle distance championship. It started in 2019. Last year, it was won by Corborn Magic for Andy and Jody Lord. Corborn Magic went on to have a, a hell of a couple of months running in group finals all over the place. So, the dog that comes out of this will probably feature in some of the biggest and best staying events over the next couple of years. And it's all about... One hot bandit, fellas. It'll be race eight tomorrow. It's the second of the heat. Uh, box eight, one hot bandit. He just ran in the Million Dollar Chase uh, final. He ran in the Golden Cup final that we had a couple of weeks ago. He won the uh, Magic Maiden a little bit earlier in the year as well. And this dog could be anything. He's a big loping type. He loves getting room to move. So box eight's going to suit him perfectly. The Dapto track, I know you've asked me a few questions about the tracks over the time, boys. The Dapto track's a bit of a tighter turning uh, circuit. That's probably the only query over one hot bandit, but gee, I'm excited to see him unleash over 600 metres. They reckon 500 is just a little bit too short for him, so we'll see what he can do uh, tomorrow night at Dapto. So race seven and eight, two heats of the middle distance championship, and it's worth 25 grand. The final will be run and won next Thursday at the most famous track in all of Australia. Now, I think it's one of the great regional towns, Wagga Wagga, and we're there on Friday, so <laughs> what are we looking forward to? On Friday night. Oh, you're going? You blokes are heading to Wagga, eh? Or is it just me? Going oh, yeah. No, Wagga I'm going. Mighty... Are you? Woogie's not. <laughs> you're, you're not going. You make promises all the time to go somewhere, then you Simon don't front Orchard up. and I will yeah. be knee-deep in watermelon cruises <laughs> yeah. by race four. Sitting in Peter What's Sterling Park, isn't it? Pub? There's a ripper of a pub in Wagga. A um, commercial. Every year. No, 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 no. The um, I'll figure it out as we talk. But the... um. Yeah, the the Bidji Cup final, boys, is on down there in uh, Wagga on Friday night. So last week we obviously had the heats 
Uh, this Friday, we've got the final, but it's not just the Bidgey Cup. That's worth 25 grand as well. It's a Group 3 race. We've got the Wagga 400 finals, over 400 metres. Great name, whoever came up with that. We've got the Bidgey Brisk <laughs> final as well. And, of course, the Bidgey, we mentioned it on the show last week. Mm-hmm. It used to be called just the Wagga Gold Cup. And they went, you know what? The horses race for that. Let's get something unique. Uh, that, that fits with the Riverina area. So, of course, the Bidgee, and it's a beautiful race. Uh, was won and run last year by the Grenfell Kennel from Victoria, but this year it's a very uh, local-dominated field, boys. So the Bidgee Cup final, race seven on the Wagga card Friday night. I like the look of Rampani out in box seven. Another dog that needs a bit of room to move has run some 600-metre races at Dapto. Uh, but there's a dog on the inside called Bianca's Boy that is taking Wagga, by Storm. The query is, how's Bianca's boy going to go against some mm. really tough, hard-nosed dogs, probably listening to Freed by Desire before they go out <laughs> onto the track on uh, on Friday night. So, look, a lot happening. Obviously, the Dapto race tomorrow, the Wagga Carnival on Friday wraps up there. There's plenty to see and do. If you want a couple of best bets, Dapto, as I said, uh, race 8, number 8, tomorrow, One Hot Bandit, and Friday night, race 7, number 7, Rampani. Easy to remember uh, down oh, there yeah. at Wagga as well. Isn't Tubby Taylor from Wagga? Wagga? So why couldn't you have the Tubby Taylor Cup or the Peter Sterling, the or, Sturlow Cup? Or the Steve Mortimer. <laughs> there you go, the Turves. Mm. Yeah. Come on, There's mate. a stack of uh, famous people from Wagga, Absolutely. I believe. Paul Kelly. Stack of famous sports people. Paul Kelly, the the great, not the singer, not the crap singer, but the Swans player, the yeah. Swans player as well. <laughs> All right, mate. Any tips for tonight, or are we done for tips? No, yeah, we can get some money tonight for sure. Race eight, number eight, Good Odds Atlas at Richmond. We're racing tonight at Richmond, so race eight, number eight, and race eleven, number three, Fahey's Magic. Hopefully, produces the goods. I know Oaks stays tomorrow, so hopefully, you can go to bed tonight. Wake up in the morning and know that your account is just topped up just a little bit because you're, of course, gambling responsibly. Yeah, Have absolutely. a good night. Absolutely. Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Simon Orchard, you disappoint us with your music taste, but your knowledge of Greyhound Racing in New South Wales is still superb. Catch you next week. Cheers, boys. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. So this is what our Australian hockey team was playing for big games. Men's. Men's. According to Simon Orchard. Sounds like you should have a whistle. And some glow sticks. And a float. <laughs> seriously? Is that what they used to... Like, seriously, is that what they used to So what would Simon up? Orchard be saying to his players as this song's being played? And, and the referee says, OK, guys, it's time to get out there. India are waiting on the pitch. He'll be going... Sorry, I'll start the music again. Uh, where is it? Here it is. So what's he saying? This is his... All right, boys. Let's go. Why is he talking like that for? Because you've got to talk louder with oh, the music okay. going. That's a horrible song. Put your lollipops in the bin on the way out. It's terrible. I can't believe they listened to that before in a gold medal match against Pakistan. It's time for this. What? Yes, it is time That's for... That's a what right there. That's a horrible song. How do yeah. we delete that out of the entire system? Sat, you got a what for us? The New South Wales Blues claim their first Sheffield Shield victory in 625 days today. What? They completed a 10-wicket demo, uh, demolition of the reigning champions, WA, at the SCG. 600? That's nearly two years. Yeah. 
it's good math. Well done. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I never knew that. I never knew that. I mean, it's a shame, isn't it? Sheffield should used to be, used to be so uh, celebrated, didn't it? Yeah, but I'm I'm loving that you can watch it again now. It's on yeah. TV every day, and let's have it on in the background. What about um this? We all know about Optus today being out. Uh, one Optus customer, Annie, found <laughs> found out that her Wi-Fi was down through her cat. What? What? How? Because she said on ABC Radio today, which is, this is great Did journalism. they interview this lady? Yeah. Are you serious? Well, mate, it's it's big news. What about if you're the reporter for the ABC and they give you the job <laughs> of going interviewing a lady who claims the cat told her the Wi-Fi's down? <laughs> well, why wouldn't you interview the cat? <laughs> it clearly speaks. Got no opposable thumbs. Apparently the cat yep. automatic feeder stopped working, stopped working during the outage because it was connected to Wi-Fi. What? Yeah, but how does she know? I mean, how does she? What does the cat do to tell the cat, her? Because the cat jumped up on the bed, right? Sat on a chest like all cats do. Is the cat the metaphor for a child? And pointed to the Wi-Fi router, <laughs> rubbed its belly, going, "I'm hungry," right? And it's pointing, and she's going, "What are you pointing at?" It's a bit like you in the office here. And the cat's going around lunch. The Wi-Fi, you idiot! <laughs> right. Feed me. It stopped dispensing. Could you imagine that interview on the ABC? Oh, I want my eight cents back. Seriously. What's the eight cents come from? You said that's that earlier. What, it's what you pay per day. What's what you, that's what the fee used to be. Every Australian contributes eight cents per day. To the ABC. To run the ABC. Really? I reckon shut it down. It's cheaper. That's a what right there. I never knew that. Eight what? cents per day. Yeah, but this was like 20 years ago. It's probably... dollar fifty now. Yeah. Uh, text. Oh, by the way, yeah. By the way, I brought Daddy Vass in because he he brought that music in, right? Mm. Was it that what you were saying? I oh, know the New South Wales performance, right? You said, yeah, "Oh, that's cooked. cooked." Is that good? No, What's it's, cooked? It's bad. Why is cooked? Like Sat's haircut, it's cooked. It's too short. It's cooked. We used to say in high school, like if you'd beat a team, uh, you know, convincingly, you go, "Oh, that other team were cooked." <laughs> I actually never saw you come in earlier on. You're like a ninja. He's going to be in your house tonight. So you're cooked. Yeah. No good. No, nah, no good. But if I cooked. Burnt out sort if of. I cooked it's the, not the same, Woogie, as cooking a steak. If I cooked a steak. Nah. It's yeah. good, right? If yeah. we beat a team, we just said they're crap. Yeah. No, they're cooked. They're cooked. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. You know, you're, gonna, you know, you're just going to appear in your bedroom on your side of the bed and I go, <laughs> you're cooked. <laughs> You know that's going to happen. Oh. You go, how'd you get in? God. Stormy Daniel, in relation to... You know what you need to do? Sporting saviours, yeah. You need to, to stop him just sliding under your door. You need to, like, put a door snake at your door tonight. I've got one of those. Uh, gents, and a sports person that springs to mind automatically when a team needed saving, Storm Marones and Kangaroos halfback Cooper Cronk, he was clutch. Yep. Whether it's his game management, Wait, a street crossfield. Yeah, yep. clutch is good. So, yeah, game three, 2012, the field goal. Yeah, you're right, Stormy Daniel. He was. Had to fight for everything he got in his career. Um, oh, there's one here about, uh, another one about Ben Stokes. Sorry, missed it earlier. Sats, Jace, hate to admit it, but Ben Stokes, Headingley, 2019. That's, that's right. The that's one. right. He's definitely uh, one of them. Who was that from? Now, um, we've got one here from Crime Scene. He says, I may, I may sound angry mob, but I'm definitely whack pack. Send us Rosie. 
we've got the cider. Now we can disclose that Rosie identifies as well a male because Rosie says that last name is Rose. Right. Yeah. But Rose Rosie's still in the blue collars. Not whack pack yet, crime scene. Um, Michael's on the text going, in Madge, we are Madge. That'll do me. Tears of laughter. Oh, oh, Michael, was I was thinking on my feet. Mm. We did ask for sayings that, that rhyme in relation to in Madge we trust, but yep. it doesn't it doesn't rhyme, does it? So we got in Madge's log, Queensland gets flogged. There you go. Des the mad courier. There we go. Des. Like it. You do like it? We got um evening gents. This is the big G. In Madge, we'll wear the winner's badge. There we go. Like it. See, the big G, I'm putting you in Goodwill Hunting. You're smart. Is that is Big G Mickey G? No, no, no. That's oh, Mickey G. One. Mickey G is Mickey G. Well, I don't know what Mickey G calls himself. Okay. Uh, Have they signed him on a one-year deal? Who? Madge. Well, it hasn't been officially announced yet. But yeah. Mm. Hey, Michael from Wellington on the text. Uh, with the win for the Aussies, it may help the Black Caps. It will. It looks like it may. Well, it depends how Pakistan go, doesn't it? Well, Afghanistan. Pakistan are in fifth spot. Well, Af- Afghanistan and New Zealand are on the same. And Pakistan are on the eight points. Yeah, so. Yeah. There's still a bit in it. Mm. Still a would, bit in would it. Would be the first time Afghanistan make the semis? It's their first World Cup. First World Cup. Oh, wow. They were banned for a lot of years for not allowing females. Yeah, that's correct. For playing. And we, yeah. did, we had a text about that earlier on. Yeah, right. Oh, what about this one as a, a saviour? George Gregan, the last time Australia won the Bledisloe Cup, I think. Um, well, Rat will probably argue that. Yeah, that he was, yeah. Because he scored that try in oh, the yeah. Bledisloe last time they won, 2002. That's Michael from the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's a good one. Georgie Gregg. What about that tackle as well? We knocked the ball out of Jeff the Jeff Wilson. That was at the Sydney Football Stadium. Why can't we have players like Georgie Gregan again? Well, we will. They'll come round. It all turns. There's a what? As the great Mario Fennick used to always say. The wheel turns, my son. The wheel turns. <laughs> We've got to go to a break. We'll get to, to more of your texts. Uh, and Sats's last laugh is coming up. But uh, uh, to take us out to the break, it's the Kookaburras. They're running out to take on Pakistan in the Hockey World Cup. Enjoy it. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Um, for those listening on SEN and through the SEN app, uh, we've got the driver's seat, Matt McKeldin and Stevie J coming up uh, after us. Uh, Woog, Thanks, Murray Steve. is the world's best 13. As you said, he is far better there off the back of Cook for New South Wales than Yoey's. Uh, Walker and Moses are non-negotiables for the Blues. They get the job done. The rig doesn't. That's from Bondi Jack. Who's the rig? You, we talked about oh, it. Cam Murray. No, the rig is uh, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, he has won. He has won a couple of Origin series. But you were saying about Murray. Well, you know, once upon a time the 13s were a little bit like a chameleon. They could 
sort of blend in any part of the game. They could play in the middle. They could go and sit out on an edge and run as a decoy or run run some holes for the halves. Or they, if they need to, they can go and sit out by the centres. They basically had free reign. And not a lot of locks play that role anymore, which I think is a shame. We're starting to see it slowly come back into the game. Murray does it. He spends a lot more time in the middle than I'd like him to. I'd like to see him playing and using his speed on a little bit but more. But would he be the same player? Absolutely he would. As a, def- as a defender, I don't want Cam Murray starting the game because of the momentum he can create. Like Victor Radley plays a lot of his game in the middle because uh, he's got really good skill, but they should be able to drift out everywhere. And that's what Yo did a little bit of in Origin 3 last year. He went and sat out on an edge because he, he's six foot four, six foot five. Yeah. Isaiah Yo. They're, they're hard to handle. So, uh, but oh, I like Murray as one of just those roaming number 13s, just old fashioned under, number 13. Don't defend in the middle. Defend out inside one of the halves. Get out of all that. Okay. You know, that, that, right. um, that that work that's requires you requires a lot of size to be able to take a lot of those uh, those hits. Well, that's coming from a premiership winning thirteen. Hey, uh, I got in a fight at a Rodney Rude show mm-hmm. as we went over some tables. Rodney Rude yelled, "I'm the entertainment here." <laughs> Toronto Rod. Actually, I put Toronto Rod in the blue collar. I couldn't imagine Toronto Rod fighting. He's he seems a blue, like well, seems he's a blue like collar. A, there you go. Yeah, he seems like a respectable bloke. Blue collar dude. Righty up. Let's get into this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage Thanks is for all your sets. text messages, especially around yeah. wrestling as well. Couldn't get to all of them. But it's been a big show tonight. Thanks, guys. Actually, a true story. A uh, really good friend of mine recently started the Dolly Parton diet. Yeah. Yeah. It really made Jolene. 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 Can Can you spare a thought for me? Just I've got to sit here and listen to this rubbish. I've got to watch you eat. Uh Oh, what do you? Anyway, we're going to go. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night. Thanks to Sock for coming on and uh, and all of your texts. Philly's Day phone tomorrow. Calls. Yes, it is. Mm. Ladies' Day. Have a good one. We'll catch you tomorrow night. See you, Satsy. See ya. Good night.